Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! All right, we are here for another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? All right. We're looking pretty good, huh? Two-game winning streak out here looking like real contenders. No, just playing. But pairing together a couple games, everybody's talking about zappy fever. I mean, start to finish, this was the second week in a row where the Patriots just had control over the game and, and ended up pulling away 28 points in the second half of this game. James, when you were looking at this game ahead of time, what worried you the most and what was resolved the most for you afterwards? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question there. Um, impressive win, a Browns team that before this week, you know, two and three, but everyone thought a lot, um, you know, that they were doing well. And the thing that we were all worried about, I thought the most was, you know, Nick Chubb in this running game. And, you know, Nick Chubb got, was started to get a little bit of his, but then the score got out of, you know, out of hand and they just stopped running once they got really behind um, by, you know, basically a touchdown. They just stopped running the ball with Nick Chubb and our defensive line played unbelievable, you know, basically by the second quarter, you know, I'm sorry, the third quarter, we went up, we started going up, and they started panicking, and our defensive line proves that they are as good. They're 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 great. They look incredible right now. Barmore even had to come out, and it was already starting to look like his best game. Um, a lot of good things from this game. Zappy killing it. It's, uh, it's a good situation to be in right now, 3-3. Three and three. I like it. I like it. I thought the main thing came down to uh, forcing turnovers and stopping the run, and they stopped the run well enough to have the Browns they they stopped the run well enough to build up a deficit so the Browns kind of abandoned the run um I thought they abandoned it a little bit too early um and offensively I I love the patience uh to let the run game go even though it got stuffed quite a bit Ramondre didn't look his best even though I know he ended up with a really good statistical line but um they let the run game set up the pass the play action was awesome um Super impressed with Bailey Zappi, the way he's stepping up in the pocket, feeling the pressure, uh, finding that that bit of pocket space to buy some extra time, and and going through his reads. He's not locked on one guy at all. Um, really, really good performance there. And uh, defensively, um, some some of the individual performances were unbelievable. Duggar in the first quarter was involved involved, I should say, on nine of the twelve. Uh, first uh, plays from scrimmage from yeah. the Browns. One of them was a, he gave up a big uh, big chunk play to Njoku on the left sideline. Uh, didn't get the tackle there because he ran out of bounds, but he, he made a tackle or an interception on eight of the first 12 plays from scrimmage in the first quarter. That's incredible. <laughs> I was like, I, I text you guys, I'm like, Duggar is literally yeah. everywhere. Yeah, you know? he was so, dumb. Um, and I thought Barmore looked great. Um but then the injury, I thought he was having his best game up, up until that point. Uh, there's a lot of other like individual players we can get into, but defensively, Dietrich-wise, I've talked a lot of shit about him about being average. He is not playing like an average player this season. This season has been, has been totally different for him. I think PFF gave him a 90.2 in this in this game. Whoa. He was dominating the left tackle there. Uh, Jedrick Wills, the uh, junior, really good left tackle. I mean, Their whole offensive line's really good. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're loaded with first-rounders. Yeah. Uh, Wise had five hurries on the game. And a sack. I think he forced a fumble later on. Um, yep. I can't, you know, 
I'll admit when I'm wrong. And and this kid has been, or he's not a kid anymore, but he's been playing absolutely great. Yeah. And and then Jude on the other side, it's it's been a breath of fresh air getting these guys playing at this level. Yeah, yeah Wise had deflected a pass too. That that wingspan <clears throat> definitely plays a factor. He's, I mean, if he hasn't been drug tested already, there somebody's <laughs> dropping the ball because he's right? like a different player. He's a different player entirely, and he's playing. 90% of the defensive snaps. I mean, he's playing by far yeah. the most on the most, defensive line, percentage-wise. Yeah. You know, we la- we laughed about Collinsworth calling him our best defensive player. Was it last year or the year before? Yeah, it was last year. And, you know, he's very average. He's very mediocre to that point. But he's been playing out of his mind, you know? Even on you know, run defense, it's been pretty good. Pass defense, he's been incredible. Um, and I'm just looking at the uh, the PFF numbers here, and it's, you know... I don't know how many guys are ranked higher than him right now, but it's it's very few. And you know our defense as a whole too. Um, you you mentioned Duggar. The whole secondary really uh, has you know we were really nervous at who is going to play corner, and at this point because base it it's seeming at this point that, that uh you know knock on wood that your two rookie cornerbacks hit uh, with Jack Jones and um, Mac Jones not Mac Marcus. Jones Marcus Marcus Jones thank you and. Um, Jalen Mills is playing well. You know, your defensive line is getting so much pressure. Jacoby Brissett was just under duress. There was a couple points where he was like, I don't know how, you know, he was just sitting there on the ground, like too exhausted, like beaten up. Didn't want to get up, basically. You saw it on his face. You know, defensively, it's impressive. I mean, these are two offenses that, you know, it's the the Lions and the Browns. I get it. They're they're shitty. But still, they scored a lot of points. Um, You know, we kept them to... 16 carries between their two top running backs to two great running backs nick chubb one of the best in the league right now mm-hmm. just overall um great and you know you know i guess the one thing your defense is really missing right now is just an in you know inside interior linebacker that's dominant bentley has been playing well but nothing you know hasn't been really standing out a lot so but the you know the other two um position groupings have been great so yeah. I think it's it's more of the same too. I mean, it's a continuation of of Bills defense every year, and it's it's not the flashiest names. It's it's a lot of you know lower round picks and undrafted guys, and and but they all are Get playing well, and they're very cohesive. Um, Jack Jones, it continues to be a standout every time the ball's thrown. He's right there with the receiver. He's really good in coverage. I'm I'm shocked. About really good. good. Yeah, I'm shocked. He's about on how number ones too. Yeah. He's not playing slubs. Slubs. They're throwing him on I mean, the top guys. There, Amari Cooper is 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 no joke. Uh, high high level receiver. Peoples Jones is no slouch. Uh, and Marcus Jones had a pick on the sideline. He, I think he was just out of bounds. Barely. But it's just a good sign. It's just a good sign overall. Miles Bryant is in what the third or fourth or maybe even fifth corner because Jonathan Jones was out in this yeah. game. I was stunned. Miles um, Bryant played like 70% of the snaps and I didn't hear his name. I saw him out there, but I didn't hear his name ever. And that's what you worry about. He made, he made one big play. play. Yeah. 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 Right. True. I mean, there were, there are games where you look at the best corners and you don't, you don't hear their name the entire game. That's the way it used to be. At least, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd have these Revises and laws and, and champ Bailey's where you would hear their name like twice a game because people, you know, you just don't fuck with those guys. You know, you yeah. don't. So, yeah. Um, really impressive defensive performance against a really good running team. And I, and I know they lost uh, Wyatt Teller. Is that his name? The right guard there? Wyatt Teller, yeah. Wyatt Teller, yeah. Good guard. They lost him 
fairly early on. Um, that's a big loss for them, but that offensive line's legit, even even with him out. So yeah, the defense really played well. Uh, but you know, when you put up points in the 30s like this with a rookie quarterback in his second start, a lot of the story is is on the offense. We were a little worried about okay, was it sure. a, was it a fluke one game for Zappy? Is he going to be able to do this against a team with you know better than the 32nd ranked defense in the NFL when they're going on the road into Cleveland? And sure enough, yeah, I mean, he had one bad play, the fumble. Other than that, he's delivering the ball on time, down the field, hitting different receivers, Devontae Parker, Jacoby Brissett, getting the tight ends involved. It's probably the best game that they've played all season. And at the end of the day, Bailey Zappi winds up throwing for over 300 yards on a week where, if you look around the league, some of the winning quarterbacks, they're at like 100 yards passing. Mariota, Zach Wilson... All over the all over the league, nobody's throwing for these this kind of yardage, and this kid's in his second start doing it. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, Zappy is doing what he's being told, and he's there. On the flip side, he I think Matt Patricia has figured some stuff out and learned how to slow things down and call things open and scheme. You know, you're you're seeing a lot of these plays. He's throwing to the throwing to the guy who's open, and the guy who's open. You know, more times than not in this game was wide open. Uh, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith were both, the, you know, second and third leading receivers on the team for the day. Um, both were getting open. You know, Johnny Smith finally got the ball in his hands and took off. And it was, where has that been? That's kind of what we were hoping for with him. Uh, Jacoby Myers is as solid as he always is. And, you know, go-to guy at the sticks, which is awesome that he's turning into that guy 10, 15 yards downfield. And he can... You can get chunk plays occasionally. Defonte Parker played, you know, all right. Um, and Thornton came in, played great. Uh, that was Thornton a lot was of fun. unbelievable. That yeah. was a lot of fun seeing him. He has a second, third gear. So I mean, Zappy, what we're seeing out of him is is awesome. We're seeing someone that can make well, you know, is decisive and can make some fairly accurate throws, which is huge. And he can he can move around. He's got pocket awareness. He's got some stuff that it's really hard to teach, and that's great to see. Uh, I think he everything around him is also clicking. The offensive line is clicking outside of win, and that makes it a lot easier for a guy like this, but still very impressive. Yeah, and I've noticed the play calling has developed when Mac was playing. I don't know if that's an offensive line thing. They're still trying to figure it out, but I'm hoping that if Mac comes back that it's the same kind of deal. More play action, more motion before the snap. Um, but as far as Zappy goes, it's just you can't ask for more from a rookie quarterback that you took in the fourth round. Um, you, you're looking at him and you see him stepping up in the pocket. He made a sidearm throw in this game off platform. Um, the the touchdown to Thornton was just textbook from a quarterbacking point of view. He's looking out into the right flat, little pump fake, looks back to his second and third option, finds Thornton uh, you know, on an in route, deep in route across the middle, hits him, bang, perfect. Just like you can't teach that, you know, it's it's something that that he's got naturally. Uh, I think his arm is at least adequate for an NFL player. He looks like he's got some zip to his throws. He moves around a little bit. Um, I really like what I'm seeing Zappy and his color, that it's it's making it to be a tough decision when it's time for a real decision from these coaches who's going to play next week. Yeah, it seems like Mac is trending towards being available for this week. So this might be the decision point. Um yeah, Zappy was terrific. 
he was protected really well uh, outside of a couple really strong pressures from Miles Garrett. I think he got there twice. Uh, <clears throat> but then getting the tight end Can we, can we, can we mention the elephant get, in the room, though? Say, say that again? Right. There's an elephant in the room there with the protection. <laughs> with that and right it's Isaiah Wynn. I, oh, my God. Isaiah Wynn, do you know what – can you just – Take a wild guess at what his PFF score was in pass protection. Just a wild guess at what PFF would be. I think I, I heard, heard about this. Yes. It wouldn't be a guess from me. Is 50 average? Go ahead, Sean. Have a guess. What's average? No. Five. Five. 50 out of 100. Like five out of 100 he got in pass protection this week. Five. Well, and how many penalties did he have? Didn't he have like three or four had, penalties too? He had one penalty this week. He's had a penalty in every game since the opener. That was another thing about offensively how many pre-snap penalties i mean they must have had four or five false starts delayed Brutal. game was mixed in there so many i think they ended up with 12 penalties yeah. in this game i mean the patriots that is 12 penalties for like 90 90 something yards yeah yeah you it's know not good they gotta clean that up but i mean to work on by and large i thought they were good yeah I thought they were good by and large but the even trent brown had not his best game um you know but the, Trent's gotten a lot better, though. Trent Trent looks good. The interior looks pretty good. You know, uh, Strange is playing well. Strange is playing well, which is nice. And, yeah, win, you got to figure it out. Can, uh, he got benched in the second quarter, I think people were saying, and Cannon went in there. And then, So, basically, they're rotating. They're essentially rotating him and Cannon right now, which is, you know, good. And they're kind of feeling out if they can fully replace him with Cannon. I don't know why Kajust is on – you know, how long he's going to be gone. It would be nice to get him back and see if maybe he can fill in more or full-time. Um, it was just a thumb issue. So how bad is that? But, yeah, I, I like the offense. I, you know, and I feel like Mac Jones, it's a big decision coming up with him. So I think we can discuss that because that's kind of where everyone's leading. Well, it's it's hard to say what you do. Do you If you don't go back to Mac, I mean, is he wrecked? Like, do you, are you running him out of town? At this point, a, a guy who had two and a half bad games this year, like literally yeah. like two and a half bad games. Arguable rookie of the year last year. And now basically, because that's what it is. If you don't start him against the Bears, right, then as we all know, if he wins that and looks great, how do you put somebody else in? The Jets is now looking like a really big game. It's like, do you, you can't switch the quarterback for the Jets, can you? Can Is that, would you do that if this kid's on a run? Wouldn't you keep going with that, you know, the, the heavy hand? What do you do? I think you got to play Mac. I think you have to play. Puts your team in the best position to win the game. And right now, from what I've seen of Mac, and granted he's played against tougher teams, tougher defenses, I, I think I'm going with Zappy. And if that if that kills Mac's confidence, then Mac's not the guy. You know, he needs to be able to compete and practice at a level that is, you know, rec- requisite of a of, of a guy that's going to be your franchise quarterback and. Whether or not he's a first-round pick and Zappy's a fourth-round pick, that doesn't—it doesn't matter, you know. And, and it's a good thing to—it's ha- always such a good thing to yeah, have two quarterbacks that can oh, play, you know. And it's good for the franchise if you end up moving on from one or the other. I mean, a good quarterback in this league, and and right now Zappy looks like a good quarterback is worth at least a first-round pick. So if you ever ended up moving on from one or the other, I think you're in a good position to to get a a huge haul. But having said that, I think Mac's ceiling could be higher, um, and and we've seen Mac play really well in the past. Um, I'm not I'm not opposed to either, and I don't hate on either. I just I just want to see us competitive. 
The other wrinkle is, do you guys see the stories that came out within the last week that are like Mac Jones and Bill Belichick? There's some quiet static between yeah. Mac Jones yeah, and the I've coaching staff. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's yeah. Who's who's leaking that? Who's telling the reporters that at this juncture right now? So Bailey Zappi's been playing well for a couple weeks, and just so happens Mac Jones is in headlines for having disputes with the coaching staff or a quiet dispute yeah with them. It's it's like, the, is that coming from him or is that coming from the coaching staff does bailey zappy have pr people already like, yeah <laughs> i think it's a buy-in factor right like we've heard that for a couple months now as far as um little leaks that have been coming out that that mac wasn't happy with the appointment of of judge and patricia after mcdaniels left and whether or not he's happy with it, this is what we have. So you got to stop the bitching, stop the complaining, and buy yeah. in. Well, and, and, and Zappy the, is buying in, hundred percent. Zappy's buying. Zappy. The, well, the team's buying in too. You know, it's not just Zappy now. It's you got a lot of your, you know, your talents getting involved more. It's there. Your coaches are calling a better game. You know, it's growing pains. You gotta it, and it's working. It's working. So you know, hey Mac, it's working. So just just do it, and it's fine. You know, you'll be good, better for it. I just think, I think Mac is the, you know, has a higher ceiling. He, I do feel like he is slightly better talent. Um, he makes some really, really nice throws that I don't think Zappy does make, uh, or at least not at this time in his, you know, this early in his career. And yeah, I mean, what, you know, if you don't start, he, this is a guy that just went had what. Uh, he was really smart with the ball last year. He has that in him. It's just, you know, he's got to motivate himself to play. Seems like he's motivated to play. Uh, I don't know why he went to, um, why he traveled with the team this past game. That's odd, but whatever. It was almost to watch Zappy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was almost to, like, be like, hey, I'm still here, fine. Uh, but if you don't play him now and you keep going with Zappy and Zappy keeps playing well... The thing is, if you go with Mac now, you can always go back to Zappy. He is now a great second option, and I think that will drive Mac knowing, oh, if I do suck and don't do a good job here, they will go to my backup again, who actually looks pretty good, and they can do that. If you do the other, if you start with Zappy, going back to Mac in five weeks is like brutal. You know, it's like he's not really, yeah, him as. His ears are back, but like if it goes for a little while, then Zappy has two bad games, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, what do we do now?" Like I feel like it just invites a season-long theme of who's going to start. I disagree because I find that it's not indecision if you say the guy's not ready to play because he's got that injury. You can always go. Well, back that's to fine. That no, that's the caveat. If he can't play, but if he can't play, like if you see him and he's fine, it's like, well, there's something going on here. But if he's still like 75, 80 percent, and you want to get him healthy so it's not a nagging injury, then fine. By all means, just save him till fucking after the bye. But if Zappy's still go doing good, then uh, what are you gonna do? It, I feel like it just keeps elongating the conversation of, oh, is Matt gonna come back? Is he gonna come back? Is he gonna, you know? In your in your opinion, who gives you the better oh. who gives you the better chance to win? If Max at ninety percent, I'd like to see Max. Okay. Sean? I think I think Mac does against good teams. Against good teams. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I can I can definitely relate to that. I I think that's probably true. But turning the ball over the way Mac did in the first two and a half games, 
He was um, getting killed though. Like he, he was had, getting killed. Yeah. He was. He had you know the 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 Peyton Manning jumpy feet back there where he didn't really you know didn't know where the pressure was coming from and he knew it was coming from somewhere. The offensive line was a disaster. People were dropping balls. Nelson Aguilar got you know fumbled the ball twice and you know he just got zappy picked. I mean it's like the offense wasn't cohesive those first couple of weeks and he was getting thrown at the dogs with a new offensive scheme. I feel like they put him in a bad position. And that's maybe where this rift is coming from. He's like, what the hell? Now you're doing exactly what I wanted with the guys. Maybe that's where it's coming. This Like, oh, Bailey Zappi, you give him my offense, but you don't let me run my offense? And I got killed yeah. for it? Like, yeah. that's kind of a annoying thing to it. They're running the ball great. They're finally running the ball a lot. Like you said, they're setting up the play action now, which is max, like, bread and butter. And they're like, nah, we're going to run that once or twice again. It's like, what? The play action's much higher, too. I think it's 30% to, to, to uh, 10%. Bailey, Bailey is um, dropping back to throw in play action 30%, 30% of the time, and Mac Jones is only 10% of the time. And they're using the run to set it up better than they were early in the season. Now, as far as the offensive line, I agree with you that it's been better, but we still have a disaster at right tackle. <laughs> you know, so it's... They're it's figuring not like, it out. They're slowly and, figuring it out. Yeah, and it, you know, Isaiah Wynn, I'll... I'll beat up on him in this podcast, but he he was facing Miles Garrett. I'll give you that. He's probably the best pass rusher in the NFL. I mean, who's who's better, Bosa maybe? I, I don't know. It's close, but who? TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Okay, all right. I'll give you that. But I mean, I take. I just like what I've seen from Zappy. Yeah, I like the confidence as stepping up in the pocket instead of throwing off your back foot desperation style. Like I can't see that. You can see why he why he made. What threw for six thousand yards or something or something in insane? one season at Western yeah. Kentucky? So you can see why he did that. He's a good decision maker. Um, I think he's going to be a good player, and you know, I'm excited to see what he can do. I just think in like the red zone and stuff like that, Mac should be better. Whether this is not a career ender for Mac either. He's his second year in, and he's got a four year contract. What's a fifth year option? I mean, this isn't the end all be all for Mac Jones, but he needs to respond. To this and come out better for it you know like you can't you can't, no. you can't absolutely. turtle absolutely you can't turtle like like you heard that like stidham did you know you you remember when they took mac jones and it sounded like uh there were reports coming out that that stidham regressed massively yeah, it's basically oh. stidham checked his plane ticket out of here he was like you all know, right if, if you can handle competition then this isn't the place for you you know yeah and that's what we'll have going like- forward some quarterback competition uh yeah, lots to look forward to. A couple good defenses to go up against, at, at least this first week. Uh, in the Patriots' next matchup, they'll be traveling. Actually, they'll be hosting the Chicago Bears Monday Night Football. That'll be great. Then they get to play the the, the surging Jets currently. Why don't we go around the league and talk about some of the other games from this past week, this week six in the NFL. The New York Jets. A lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. A lot of big upsets. I mean... I was trying to narrow down the number of games to talk about, but there's surprising results all over the place. I mean, let's just start with the Jets, since they are division foes. Four and two, they improved to with a victory in Lambeau Field, a commanding victory in Lambeau Field. The crap out of them. Where we were, yeah. we were pleased that we went to overtime with that Packers team. The Jets straight up blew them out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Jets are moving. They got some good young players. It looks like they're, you know, a couple of their first rounders were. You know, knockout home runs are going to be. Their defensive line is ridiculous. And on top of that, 
The Packers look shit. The Packers are like, lost. They, Straight they lost. Are, they don't have anything on offense. Rodgers doesn't know what's going on. He's not doing himself any favors. Um, it's I, I put a lot of it on Rodgers because he constantly fucking like peacocks his way around over there for more money. And then, <laughs> now it's like, all right, we don't have any more money, pal, and everything's falling, you know, falling out around him. So I'm happy he's having a difficult time and good for the Jets. The yeah. AFC East might be the best fucking division in the league. Along the with the came. NFC East, two divisions we thought were going to stink. Might be the two best. Might you know? be the two best. Are the two best, really, record-wise. NFC North is, is tough, man. I mean, the Vikings have to be the best team, clearly. Uh, but the Packers, they came into this game saying they were going to use Aaron Jones and uh, A.J. Dillon more, and they didn't. They, they continued to try to throw the ball to these rookie receivers that can't get open, or for one reason or, or another, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can't get them the ball. Um, and now they're in. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this report. They're they're looking at Kendrick Bourne for a possible trade. Are they really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we could get for for that, but his numbers not. I know you'd rather trade Aguilar, but his numbers not as high. And to make Aguilar work would be almost impossible for the Packers. Um, but I mean, if you told me we could get a second round pick for Kendrick Bourne, who who we're not using, and we should be. I'd take him for a second round. I think pick. he got a bit of a knock in him too. So, second round pick for for Kendrick Bourne, would you take that? I'd take I'd definitely take it. Second I don't think you're going to get that though. Third, maybe. I wouldn't no. take a third. I'd take a second because the last thing you want is one or two injuries. And now you don't have any fucking receivers. I still for a really third like round him. pick. It's like, yeah, second round pick. Sure, I'll take my. I still really like Kendrick Bourne, man. He doesn't get enough play. I think uh, Tyquan Thornton had more uh, snaps trying to than get, him in this game. They're getting Thornton involved. They want him involved, and you can see it. I hope he can stay healthy because he's a small guy. But on that, you know, basically a little, you know, out route thing, or they just threw it to him at the line. He took off. Yeah, and he's, he's very. He lean. had. It's like wow. He didn't even hit speed, and no one could catch him. Like he just got going. He had a couple plays in that game. I like the uh, the in the in cut. He kind of read the pressure and, and came in to help out Bailey. He's got a little bit of uh, awareness there that you know you don't see from rookies. So I like Tyquan Thornton a lot. Uh, Devontae Parker is in there. Myers, uh, Aguilar. You know I think he could possibly if you got the right price for Kendrick Bourne, I wouldn't mind shipping him to the Packers for a second or third. You know, not a third, second. I'm a third. I wouldn't agree. I think honestly, like if you put these receivers in front of me, I'd I'd probably take Kendrick Bourne ahead of all of them. For the way, yeah. Well, I'd take Jacoby Myers one, and then I'd I take think Bourne's two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Parker Parker can play. I don't know. You know, Parker Parker's still fine in his rhythm, but he's really good on the slant. I mean, that looked great. He still had, you know, four catches for 60 yards last last week. It wasn't, you know. Parker scares game. coordinators. They plan around him. They don't really plan around a lot of our other guys. Maybe they will with Tyquan Thornton with that type of 4-3 speed. But they yeah. look at Devontae Parker, and they go, if he gets – on top of the cornerback, that's a forty-yard play, and they're worried about that. You think so? Really? Yeah. When you watch watch the safeties, the safeties are always looking at him. Good. Yeah. Well, that's great. We need a player like yeah. Other aspect to that game, the Jets' defense is playing really well. Sauce Gardner is legit. Um, they have a they have a handful of, of really high picks that are starting to come into form. The Jets are not a bad team at all, um, and that's a team we need to start getting prepared. I I know. Uh, you don't want to look ahead, but that's a big one. Yeah, two matchups with one. them in the next month. 
monthly yeah. change. Uh, elsewhere in the AFC East, you mentioned before, Vikings improved to 5-1 and one by beating the Miami Dolphins Crazy. in Miami in a game that the Dolphins didn't look very good. Teddy Bridgewater still threw for 300 yards, and Tyree Kill did most of that work, along with Jalen Waddell after the after the catch. Uh, Minnesota, yep. Minnesota just keeps winning these games where they don't look very good. Uh, and the Dolphins have dropped <laughs> three straight. Is that right? Since uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, they need, um, karma. Karma catches up to you. At they some need point. Tua back for sure. They're definitely missing Tua right now. Yeah. And there's, there's reports that he should be cleared for this week. Um, that's a talented team. You know, you look at those receivers and the tight end there, Gesicki, they're all playing really well. So um, Miami's one of those teams that if they get their quarterback, I think they're going to be a threat. And it's, it's going to make the, the playoff picture really tough. This division is shaping up to be, you know. The two really, wild card spots, yeah, which no yeah. one fucking expected. Everyone expected to be one of those other teams we're going to get to, who all have been shitting the bed. Basically yeah. the whole AFC West. And the Vikings has- look good, for sure. Yeah, Vikings look pretty good. Uh, also in the AFC, the Ravens drop one to the New York football giants. The yeah. Ravens keep losing these heartbreakers, these close games, and they, they drop yeah. down to 3-3 three and three right now. Yeah, Lamar is not having a good time. Last, last two or three weeks, he's been kind of off his game a little bit. I yeah. think maybe this week, Wink Martindale had a, had a little bit of a role to play in that. He knows Lamar. He knows what to do. Giants defense looked pretty good. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, a couple other guys getting in, involved, Julian Love. Um, that, that was a big interception at the end of the game there. Yeah, Lamar threw a bad interception there. I mean, it's weird. The Ravens seem like a much more talented team, and you see spurts of this unstoppable you know, offense or defense they have going, and then it just kind of swallows up and disappears for half the game. And it's like, what just happened? Where You, know, you guys just drove down the field like nothing. No one had a chance. Everyone was wide open. No one could stop you. And then the next freaking series, you look like a different – or two series later, you look like a different team. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if that's coaching or, you know, Lamar's uncertain about his contract or something, but not too good. Giants, um, it's funny to see the two New York teams finally be good. Yeah. Not absolute slouches. Mm-hmm. Uh, another upset here. Big one. Fucking Steelers beat the Bucks. What a yeah. shit game that looked oh like, God. huh? And then you know, Brady couldn't throw a touchdown. Um, Steelers, you know, uh, Kenny Pickett gets knocked out of the game with a concussion, and Mitch comes back in and somehow saves the day and wins the game. Crazy. Mitchell. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I clicked over to that game because I saw it was close, and then they just kept showing Mitch on the sideline, and I'm like, why do they keep showing Mitch? Like, nobody cares about yeah. this guy. And I had just watched like a Steelers offensive drive and didn't realize he was in there because it looked pretty good. <laughs> there were touchdown yeah. pass. <laughs> and I was like, why are they showing Mitch? That clearly wasn't him on the field. They just scored points. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're gonna, you know, they won the game, but I think they have a problem there because I don't think their their first round was very good. I don't think Mitch is very good. Um, but the Bucks, oh my God, I don't know what's going on there. I, I saw Brady screaming at his offensive line. Um, throwing everyone else under the bus it's like dude you've taken off so many days of training camp trying to get ready for the season you went you went to a bob craft's wedding on a saturday when the game was sunday morning like friday, friday night it was friday night friday you go to practice saturday yeah and it's just like dude it's just it's a, a different luck. kind of guy that i'm used to with with brady you know it's, he's like he's changed you know 
I understand you don't want to miss Bob Kraft's wedding, but he shouldn't be he shouldn't be throwing people under the bus like we're, that. We're used to seeing him get get pretty fiery with teammates, with coaches, all that stuff on the sideline. It's just that there's never been that that uh, insight that maybe he isn't putting in all the time and effort and isn't the ultimate team first guy the way that he always appeared to be. Yeah, well, I mean, he always used to say too, like, oh, you can't just show up on Sunday and play the football. Like that's he that was literally a line from him. And now he's showing up on Sunday and trying to play a football game, and it's you're you know you're losing to one of the best team, one of the worst teams in the league. You know, you're what you're saying is true. You have said is true, and you're not. He's not going by it. I don't know what's going on with Tom. I've said it for a few weeks now. He's got a lot going on. Too much. And I don't really understand why he's still playing. He doesn't seem happy in Tampa. You don't see him really smile much anymore. Uh, or have a good time out there. It's like, you know, he's going through the divorce. And, you know, he really like to hope it has nothing to do with football because how many years are you going to keep doing this? He looked miserable out there. It's got everything to do with football. Well, okay, so he's going to get divorced over what another year of playing. That's he looks like he's like. done after this. That's insane. Yeah, that the, yeah. I don't the believe per- that. The personal life is in shambles. Um, He's got a million football life doesn't look too good for the first time either. And it's like, I mean, where do you go from here? Why? Yeah. It just feels like, why are you still doing this to yourself? Doesn't it? You've got nothing left to prove. Um, I don't want to see anyone go through what, whatever the fuck he's going through, what it sounds like he's going through, but he's got all uh, these businesses. He keeps opening up, which like some of them don't make any sense. You know, you know, slow down, Tommy, you're four, you're in your mid forties and you have fucking $400 million. Just, Take a chill pill. Wind it down. Wind it down a little bit. Yeah. Meanwhile, we'll we'll play this clip for us in two months in December, and the Bucks are chasing the number one overall seed. Probably, but I don't know, man. I mean, the yeah, NFC I mean, is such a train wreck right right straight. Yeah, the, I mean, even the best teams in the NFC, you would think the Packers. I mean, they're they're in shambles. It's the, the 49ers are so injury the the injury prone. The the loss of I think Bosa's hurt. Um, I mean, I, I have a list of guys that's, what the fuck's going on there? Everybody's injured, man. It's staggering, Bosa. and it's every year with them. And it's I know I know both both Bosa brothers have their injury issues, but the 49ers mm-hmm. specifically. It's, yeah. George Kittle gets hurt every year. The running backs, they are always have like three yeah. running backs on IR. They can't keep the defense, the, too. And the, the defense is something you could rely on. I mean, Armstead, Kinlaw, Mosley, Jimmy Ward, Lenore. They're all injured. They're best the best offensive lineman in the league, really. Trent Williams is injured. Jeff Wilson. It's it's a it's a mess over there. Yeah, it's a mash unit. They lost and to the they lost to the Falcons. Falcons, the Falcons by two touchdowns. Falcons yeah. sitting pretty. Winning three record three. down there. NFC South. Nobody else is really looking good in that division. The Saints dropped one to the Bengals. The Panthers I are mean, in shambles after Matt Rule got fired, and now they're having a fire sale. Robbie Anderson gets benched and traded within a twenty four hour period. Where did he go no. again? He went to Arizona because Marquise Brown got hurt. Yeah. And when is DeHot? What is uh, DeAndre Hopkins? This week. This week. So, I've been stashing I mean, him on my fantasy team. Waiting, no way. There you go, dude. It out. Yeah. The Falcons are sneaky, aren't they? I mean, three and three. They lost to the Saints by one. They uh, they lost to the Bucks. Game they should have won by six. Um, we could be talking about a five and one team right now. Uh, they lost to the Rams by four. It's like you know. They're not that far from being undefeated. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're really not. I know it sounds crazy to say, but Mariota's playing well. Defense is much better than I thought. Um, you know, 
Falcons defense usually think like you have a field day against these guys, but yeah. it hasn't been that way. No, this yeah. this whole season so far, this first month and a half has been dominated by these teams that don't beat themselves. And that the Falcons That's have become it. one of those teams where they run the ball, strong running game. Mariota throws for like 120 yards a, a game. Like it's it's nonsense. But they don't shoot themselves in the foot. The Giants yeah. are the same way. Even the Jets are starting to play that way at this point. Mm-hmm. The, the Patriots, Our, that's going to be their lifeblood going yeah. forward. A lot of these well, teams you know, that play conservatively, yeah. for lack of a better Getting backward. points when you can get points. Like, don't go for it on fourth down. What are you doing? All these teams going for it on fourth down. Bill's just like, you know, I'm just going to kick the three. He had a chance to go for it. When most teams in the league right now would have went for it, and fourth, he was like fourth and one on the 16. He took the three points. Now, you know, it didn't make a huge difference in the end, but it just kept you with the lead, the pressure off. It's a nice place to be. Unlike the freaking Chargers, who go for it, I feel like on every fourth down, they get a chance, and they barely win last night. They have no, what was it, 56 or uh, 56 throws or 57 attempts for for the chargers without a touchdown it's like the most ever or one of them it's like up there yeah 55 or something like that yeah yeah well um, i think herbert's a little banged up he could use he could use mike williams or not mike williams uh keenan allen Allen back yeah he could use that coach what's his name brandon Brandon daly dumbass he is (laughs) how the hell he has a coaching job they have the most talent in the league i think hands down like i don't even understand and they're 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 they're, they're injuries. They're not killing people. I know they have injuries, but still, yeah. like, coach them up. Coach them up. And yeah. the Broncos are terrible. They're bad. They're gone. I mean, off. I don't know what the Broncos are going to do with that contract with Russell Wilson, but he is not the same player. No, um, no signs of light either. Uh, jumping yeah. off that fourth down comment, the biggest game of the weekend, potentially the biggest matchup of the year, rematch from last year's divisional oh, yeah. playoffs. Bills visiting Kansas City Chiefs. The site of the 13 seconds game from last season. I was all jacked up for this game. I felt like it, I don't know, it, it felt pretty tense in the first half. It was kind of that, oh, defense may, might have the upper hand at the start, adjustments start getting made. And then you wind up in the fourth quarter, and I believe the Chiefs were up by three points. And yeah. the Bills had the ball at their own like 35 yard line, something like that. Fourth and one, fourth and one and a half, maybe. Uh, five minutes to go. I think I mentioned that. Down three points. What do you do? What do you do? Five minutes to go. And I'm sitting there. Normally, I'm king of the punt parade. Punt punt all day. But with them down three to Mahomes, I feel like if you punt, Mahomes is just going to trickle that clock all the way out. And, yeah. And just and if you, if you get stopped going forward at fourth, basically inside field goal range at your own side of the field, they can't take that much more time off the clock. They're just kind of limited with the amount of space that's available on the field. So I felt like it was the, it was the right move. They end up going for it and getting it. What did you guys feel going into that play? Yeah, I thought I thought they should have gone for it. I mean, that's that's a high powered offense. You know, uh, punting there, you don't want to you don't want to give them the ball of a short field. You know, so yeah, I thought I thought I would have gone for it. What do you think, JJ? I mean, I guess in that situation, maybe I guess I would have gone for it just because it's Mahomes and the situation and all that stuff. And you got Josh Allen who could just dive over the, you know, a yard and a half. Normally, though, you know, what you said it was just out of field goal range. Well, they were like if they had turned it over on fourth down, the Chiefs would have been at the edge of. Right. 
Because they were at like, Bunker nailed like a 60-something yarder at the end of the first half. I don't know. That's a pretty crazy move, though, still. It's a pretty crazy move. It worked out. Move. They went down. They scored a touchdown. They won the game. Yeah. Bills are legit, man. I mean, I think that's I think that's easily... They're, they, they're the best team. Yeah. yeah I can I can say that comfortably. But I will say, after seeing this game, that I am not afraid of as afraid of either team as well. You know, like the Bills, I thought there was no chance we could touch them at the beginning of the year. Now it's like, I think we can give them a game. Whether we win yeah. that game, I don't know. But I think we have the talent to give them a competitive game and our defense, you know, to to give them a little. Give them a hard, little hard time. Beat up on beat up on Josh Allen a little bit. Right. Stephon Diggs still scares the shit out of me. I mean, that guy, you just watch his routes. Every play, he's almost every play he's open. They try to do all different kinds of things with him. Man, zone, didn't matter. You know, he's just, all over the field getting open. He's got his hand up all the time. He wants the ball. Yeah. Um, He's phenomenal. You know, I don't know how you really stop that guy. And and Josh Allen, he takes way too many hits, I think. I was watching that game, and, and he's, like, not going out of bounds when he could easily get out of bounds and save his body, you know? Yeah. He hurdled you know, somebody? Yeah, he's crazy. I, I know he's a big guy. He's durable, but that's only going to last so long, man. I mean, these guys, these guys on the other side of the ball, they're – Big fucking guys too, man. So yeah, I thought the same thing careful. about Herbert. I was like, well, nobody's gonna hurt Herbert. Look at him, guy's a statue. But uh, yeah, yeah, and then you just get hit the wrong way. I always thought that about. It hasn't happened yet. I mean, knock on wood. I don't want anybody to get hurt. But I always thought that about Josh Allen, especially his rookie season when he was running yeah. so much, like head down. Uh, He's so different to watch, isn't he? Like you just see the size of him, the way he moves, the way he throws the ball. It's like. I don't know if I've seen a quarterback with that much kind of like overall talent, arm talent, and ability to to run the ball. Like I don't know if I can really compare him to anyone else. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's like Randall Cunningham plus fifty pounds. There's there's not a good comparison. <laughs> right. Yeah, there really isn't. He's a special player, and right now I think he's clear cut MVP of the league. Yeah, he's tremendously special. As we're talking about this, Bills and Chiefs, I mean, the number of times that Tony Romo might have said, gosh, it reminds you of Manning and Brady. It's going to be a rivalry for a decade and a half. Oh, uh, like, yeah, I did. Look up oh, how old God. these guys are. Like, a decade and a half brings them both into their fourth. So, probably not. Uh, but then, I somebody asked me this week, who, who's the Patriots' rival? They're like, oh, yeah, I know the Patriots. Who's their rival? And I was like, well, really, no. <laughs> Used to be right the now, Colts. It's weird, right? It was the we Colts for a long time. Like we, yeah. like the Ravens were a rival. And now it's Jets. like the Jets? Jets, the Dolphins? Dolphins. I mean, we right lose now, to the Dolphins the so much. Dolphins, yeah. I feel like we lose to the Dolphins so much that it's like the Dolphins, right? Like, yeah. That's that's what's so annoying. Is like I feel like we, we could win every time we play the Dolphins and we end up losing by like some bullshit, you know? Yeah. So right now, I mean, it used to be the Colts. I don't know. Ravens and Chiefs, Steelers, Chiefs. I mean, we've had so many good ones in the past. Right now, who's our rival? Uh, I mean, the Bills are head and shoulders above us right now. Um, yeah, I think I go Dolphins. I guess a month from now, we'll have a much better idea on yeah. how we stack up with with the Jets. Um, right now, the Jets are the team we need to beat. Right? Like, I mean, the Jets oh, yeah. and Dolphins are the teams. Those are the teams that we need. We need to surpass. And the Dolphins, I think we we I think we can beat both those teams. Honestly. I think we can. Absolutely. Yeah, but it all starts with playing the Chicago Bears on Monday night at Gillette Stadium. I don't have much to say about this game other than I've no. seen a 
and actually a lot of Bears football this year. I don't know if they played a bunch of primetime games already or they have. what, what they the have. reason is. They've but been on like two or something. Every yeah, time and that's I'm the like, other thing. God, the primetime they're games. They're so the primetime games have been so fucking bad. Um, the Thursday night game is almost unwatchable every week. You know, <laughs> it's. It, I feel it bad. Really, you know, bad. Jeff Bezos is probably like ready to fucking you know cash in on this. Be like, hey, I'm done with this. Um, who was it last week? It was uh, not the Broncos. It was the Bears and the and the, and the Red football team. Right? Yeah. Was it? Ended up like twelve to seven or something like that. Yeah, football team won. Did you Bro. say, Sean, the Bears? You thought the Bears sucked? They're they're horrendous. I mean, they're terribly. They are terrible. They are dead last in the NFL in passing offense. They are twenty ninth in the league in rush defense. Rushing defense. So it looks very good for the Patriots. They're pretty good in pass defense, but I think that's just a because factor. Because everyone of, runs it. Nobody. Yeah, nobody tries. They've nobody they faced to the second fewest passing attempts. Their defense has so far this season. You look around; the offensive line is a total shambles. There's there's one recognizable name, Tevin Jenkins, who is, I believe, a second round pick. It's a prospect that I really liked coming out of Oklahoma State. I thought he was a right tackle. He's moved to right guard already in his second season, and he's failing there. Their offensive line is trash. Uh, wide receivers: Equinemius St. Brown, Darnell Mooney. I like Mooney. I like him a lot. He's tiny, teeny, 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 tiny. Cole mm-hmm. Komet is a good player. Dave Montgomery is pretty good at running back, but realistically, Leal Herbert, Her- yeah, Herbert can make some plays too out of the backfield. The, yeah. the whole offense relies on Justin Fields and this running game. He's completely unable to to make plays down the field. They're, he is terrible throwing. It's, it's like he has like one or two great throws a game, and then besides that, he can't throw. When you're yeah. watching him throw, it looks like. It looks like he can't even grip the ball. The way that his Oof. motion is, it's like he pats the ball into his arm and then like throw like you would if you were throwing a basketball. Like you can't palm <laughs> a basketball. You're just like you kind of like yeah. force against it into your hand and then throw it that way. That's what it looks like the way he throws a football. It takes forever. Yeah, I I've seen a, a lot of them too, more than I would like to uh versus anyone else in the league. And they they're they're bad. Their their offense is, you know, anemic at best they they don't score a lot of points um their defense like you said i i think they're just everyone can run up you know no one passes on them just because everyone can run on them and it's like why why bother going um doing that they beat san you know san francisco was one of their wins 19 10 victory first week uh and that was a trey lance at quarterback who was even worse than justin Fields. so you can't really put a lot of credit into that in they also beat houston well. In a monsoon, exactly. I forgot about that. They beat Houston. I don't know how. 23-20. Houston's also terrible, though. They've lost their last three games. They just lost, yeah, like you said, Washington in a horrible game. They got beat by the Giants. Minnesota, Green Bay beat up on them. They're bad. They're real bad. It's kind of embarrassing how bad the Bears have been now for so long. It's like, it's too bad. They're a huge franchise, super recognizable um brand and they're just whoever that family is just letting them just it's terrible i don't want to pile on but i agree with everything <laughs> you guys are saying please um, pile it on as far as the pass defense i think that's pretty good so you know you can say what you want about the team i think jalen jones is a good a good corner uh jaquan brisker from penn state is a good good safety he is, he uh, is a good safety roquan smith is a, is a elite linebacker that's about it i mean other than that I mean, it's a team you can definitely run on. 
that I mean they they are so good at pass defense because other teams can run on that twenty four seven. Then the other side of the ball, they like they like basically run the ball all the fucking time because I don't know what they've done to Justin Fields, but he can't pass at all. So I I mean I don't want to shit on them completely, you know, take them for granted. And, and kind of look past them, but this is a team we should definitely, definitely beat. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good game for Mac Jones to come back and kick the shit out of something. Get his build confidence some confidence. Back. Build some confidence. If you're going to bring back, back, I think this is the week to bring him back and get get some confidence going into that Jets game because that Jets game is legitimately a tough game. Yeah. yeah and it could mean a lot. Out there. And it's a, a Monday night game. You're on primetime for everybody to see. You know, this is a good way to, you know, kind of show your stuff. What you can do. Um, I think it's a big game for Ramadre too. You know, oh, I think I, he's quickly Absolutely. developing into a, an elite running back. And you know, you look at some of these fantasy things. They want to take him like they say he's a top five running back right now. You know, I didn't think he was particularly special in this last game, but um, he he can play, man. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Well, the reason he's the top five fantasy back is because Damian Harris is hurt and he's getting all those. I mean, he had like 28 carries against the Lions. Right, but he's shown he can, he can handle he's it to doing some degree. Something with him. Yeah, most he, of the guys don't do anything with him. How many guys have we had? Steven Ridley gets all the carries or, you know, one of these. The, um, Sony Michelle. Ben he was split with Vereen, too. I mean, uh, Ridley was split with Vereen back then. Um <clears throat> I don't know how how long Damian Harris is going to be out. It sounds like four weeks, but did you see him on the? They sideline? need to spell him in some way. They need to spell. They need to no, spell Ramadre in some way because who else got a carry last week besides Pierre Strong uh, and Kevin Harris? Both did. It was it was very minimal though. Minimal, you know, it was very minimal. I don't I don't remember even seeing Pierre Strong touch the ball. But I, he, I saw him on a couple of carries, but yeah, he. he they, I mean, it was very noticeable to me that they were in there and not Stevenson. Yeah. By the way, he runs versus them. They were running a lot of uh, like split back. Process I loved formation. it. Yeah. They it ran was, the same was play. It was what was it first yeah. and goal from the two yard line? There went split backs, which yeah, I mean, those of us that remember that formation back when it was a staple is like, oh, that's awesome to see. And then they just ran the same play both times, just a dive play to Ramondre. They switched his side in the backfield like that was going to confuse somebody. It's so funny you <laughs> said because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I haven't seen this formation in like 10 years. Yeah. Damn. At least. Like, at least. Yes. Bring it back with Damian. Him and Stevenson back well, there. Run that's, some of the actual plays out of that formation. Run the, sw- the lead sweep. Run the counter play. Run, run the off-tackle lead. There's a, oh, my God. The pro really set lead sweep is something that has gone out of the game that was such a cool play, man. Yeah. You know, and I, I would love to see that again. You know, good old split back. Absolutely, bring it back with those two guys. I'm down. Good. <laughs> okay, so that's that's Monday night. Prior to that, we've got on Thursday night the Saints traveling to Arizona to play the Cardinals. The Saints garbage game. I, oh my god! Really Is that the Thursday night game? That's Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, we're gonna get to see DeAndre Hopkins and Robbie Anderson uh, for the Cardinals in that game. Saints. Plugging away with Andy Dalton. What's wrong with Jameis? Is he coming back? I think he's hurt. Okay. I don't know with what, but I, yeah. he's hurt. Nobody knows with what. They just know that he's not starting. So that's kind of a another snooze fest on, on Thursday night, although probably be tuning in. Falcons. The Falcons surging. Playing the Bengals, who have had know, is that a good game? three and it's three It's a good start. game. Is that a good game, That's though? a good game. Yeah. Look at the that's side, a good man. Game There's like two good games. Ugh. 
There's not a lot of good games this week. I know. Falcons at Bengals is a good game. That's ridiculous. That it probably is a good game. It's unbelievable. The thing is, Pats are on Monday night, right? So, yeah, so you got you can watch I'm gonna be watching all these shit shows games with teams that have generally sucked my entire life. <laughs> like, you well, know. Speaking of which, the Giants, five and one Giants, are going to Jacksonville in a game that they are not favored. They are underdogs. That's hilarious. Playing the Jaguars. No wait, wait, wait. Jacksonville's favorite favorite. by three, I th- or Giants. is it three? I think it's three. Yeah, they lost to the Colts last week too. Oof. Colts might oh be God. the weirdest team in the NFL, dude. The Giants fans are like, you talk to Giants fans right now, they they're on cloud nine. Dude. <laughs> oh like, yeah, we're fucking unbelievable. I had one guy tell me it's going to be a Giants Jets Super Bowl. That's how high New York is riding right now. I know, literally, it's like, sh- calm down, guys. <laughs> Act like you've been there before. <laughs> it's October relax uh probably the best game all weekend kansas city going to san francisco really don't know which san francisco team is going to show up given given the injury situation but they are playing at home in this one yeah. catching the chiefs off of the one of the biggest games on their schedule could turn out to be a good one especially if san francisco is able to mount a solid pass. yeah i think losing some of the guys they've lost so far just puts them at an extreme handicap uh i got chiefs in that one by a long shot yeah, I mean, I think you got to take the Chiefs. Especially I mean, to bounce back from the Bills game, I, I think that it would be tough to bet against the Chiefs this week. What's the line on that, do you know? Don't have an Don't have an uh, It's all good. The Chiefs game? Yeah, do you have it? Kansas City minus three. Minus three, wow. Well, I, think... I don't know how up-to-date these are, but yeah, that's pretty surprising spread. Uh, I am also kind of looking forward to the Jets-Broncos game. What? I really want to see – I want to see the Jets just – bury the Broncos. I don't know what it is about the Broncos this year. I hate it. I hate everything going on over there, and I want them just done. It's because he's seen weird. too much. I've seen is him it... too much in Russell Wilson. Everyone was all over his nuts all offseason about how great this Broncos team was going to be and how awesome he is, and then he goes 3 for 15 in the fourth in you know, the second half yesterday for like 15 yards and looks absolutely terrible and now looks like he has an injury because he doesn't know what to do and he's having a panic attack because he sucks. He Isn't it how funny how it. we talked about though like Russell Wilson regressing yeah. and then yeah. he gets that massive contract, right? And it's like did you guys not see this coming at all? Are, like what have you guys been watching? Cuz Yeah. Every their year coaching played, is in their coaching is bad. It's like everything is run right now. It's like terrible. They were it's supposed uncomfortable. To it's uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> you know, it really is. Watching Russell yeah. Wilson right now is like this. This feels wrong. You know, like look, yeah. and, and they yeah, terrible. They're they're absolutely terrible. And I want to see the Jets Jets bury them. Why? I also kind of excited to see the Texans Raiders just to see if the Raiders can actually do anything. They're heavy heavy favorites and. Josh McDaniels is in really deep water right now. He's coming off a bye. If they lose to the Texans, what happens? Is he one because and four right now? He's one and four. Yeah, bad dude. That's spot. bad. Luckily, the he's Texans, playing the Texans. I feel like the Texans' defense has been pretty good. I don't There's have the te- stats in front of me right now. But Texans like, have been playing competitive. I gotta say. Yeah. Let me see. The so, Raiders. They've been Texans are in close games. What? I'm an idiot, dude. The Texans are, have the 30th ranked offense and the 31st ranked defense. There you go. He's like, I think their defense is pretty good. <laughs> no, they're one three and one. They're one three and one. They might be the worst yeah, team in the NFL. They might yeah, be, but I mean, if you look at their games, they've had a decent schedule, and they don't really get, they don't lose big. They tied Indy. 
They lost by seven at Denver. They barely lost by Chicago, Denver, bad teams. The uh, L.A., they lost 34-24, not too bad. They just they beat Jacksonville, you know? Yeah, you're I mean, you're making guess. my point for me, that the games this weekend suck. <laughs> the games <laughs> suck. But we're, I mean, we're, man, they've sucked every week, it seems like. But you know what? It real, the reason it sucks is because no one's good right now. There's like the three yeah. teams that are good. That's it. But there's also only like six teams that are like objectively unwatchably yeah. bad. Yeah, for sure. But there's no, you know, I feel like the last so many years, there's always like six or seven teams that are, you know, one loss by right now. Yeah. And there's barely any one, you know, one loss teams left. It's like you got the Eagles, possibly. Are they good? I don't know. I mean, the record says they're good. You know, the Bills, the Chiefs, and then I guess the Giants. And then it's the Jets and the Patriots and the Bengals. Yeah. It's like I'm still not buying it too. What's like, going on here? Yeah, uh, it's been a really strange start to the season as far as wins and losses. I mean, some of these teams. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not taking them seriously. The Giants, uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones, right? You, you Is know? that going to last? I don't think it's going to last. Is there three playoff wild card teams now too? Yeah, three. So you know, at the beginning of the year. We were all nervous. Can they make the playoffs? Can the Patriots? And I know it's still super early, but this has been—I've been thinking about this because we thought Denver, Colts, um, you know, whether it was the Ravens or Steelers, um, you know, the uh, who did I say the Raiders already? The Chargers, the Chiefs. Like we, oh my God, there's not enough playoff spots to go around, and now it's like, well, there's like two playoff spots in the AFC that are pretty much locks and everything else is wide open yeah and a lot of literally there's literally three teams in the league that like would scare me and that's the bills the chiefs and the eagles yeah that's it that's That's all it it is you know everybody else is like and none of them are world beaters now they all have their own problems whether it's injuries or you know scheme or whatever i mean especially when you see the bills hold the uh the chiefs to, to 20 points you know it's like they don't have tyreek hill anymore they seem yeah. to be lacking something in the line of, like, explosive plays. It's again, you Travis know? Kelsey's just wide open, prancing across the field. All It's like, why doesn't anyone just cover him? You just cover him? Juju <laughs> yeah. actually had a game for the weekend, too. But, yeah, I don't know. Juju Smith does not scare me whatsoever. Well, we got a lot to look forward to here. Maybe not this weekend, but it, in the, the weeks to come, as this season continues to unfold. Everyone's well, we didn't all bunched do, uh, up, sports. and they'll continue to be bunched up for a little bit longer. Would you say, James? What do you guys? What do you guys pick? Bear, Pats, Bears. Scores. Oh, I think the Bears are going. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Give me a score. I think it's going to be it's going to be a bad offensive showing. I I think they'll get ten points, and the touchdown will come in the fourth quarter. And I think the Pats will will probably score about twenty four. Also, one one <laughs> thing to note that we didn't even bring up. Uh, it's it's not the highest note for the Patriots, but Nick Folk missed a field goal inside of 50 yards for the first time in over two years. Over yeah, I mean, two years. It's a 38 to 15 win. Go ahead and break that. And but, that's fine. We'll move on. What an animal! I didn't realize he, he had over two years without a field goal missed inside. I think 50. it was 50, 56 inside 50 or something. <sighs> wow, what an animal. number could be wrong, but I think it's a nice thing to have a kicker. That you can rely on, and maybe he doesn't hit him like Butker and and Tucker from like sixty five yards, but inside fifty, he's pretty much automatic. So yeah, which is fantastic. Love I've been it. more than happy with Nick Folk. I didn't think that when he came here, I would be, but uh, 
I've, talk I've about been... a career resurgence, huh? I know. I know. He's better than he's ever been, and he's he's almost forty. By far. By yeah, far. I'm gonna go uh, twenty-seven to six Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm right there, kind of with you guys. I'll do twenty-eight-three. Yeah, but I think. And we all who probably is the uh, who is the quarterback for the Patriots? Mac. I think it's going to be back. zappy. I think they're going to hold him out one more. Oh, boy. It's controversy. We got a controversy. Hmm. I'm going to go Mac. I think Mac plays. Good. Good. Well, we'll see how it plays out on Monday night. Thank you all for listening, and we will be back to talk to you soon. All right, guys. See ya. Adios.